1: at midfield, wearing number eight, the first all-star ever from Loud, would you welcome Paddy Keenan?
0: Arguably the most popular tonight's winner is Paddy. Has led from the front for Loud since his championship introduction in 2003. Here's a chance for Rooney! What a goal by J.P. Rooney! And then it happened. Bean sends in from the sideline, and Sean Cunningham finishes it with the net. Laud are in front. And here it is. Now the All-Ireland Champions for the third
1: time. Coming up on this week's episode of the We Are Loud podcast, it's the NFL special. We'll be previewing the Loud and Down game this Sunday in Drogheda, 2pm. I'll be giving my Loud team an opposition report on Down. I'll be calling it. I'll be remembering 2014. Derek Lark, if you're listening, you may want to turn off. And I'll be asking the question, will we have the best down manager on the line this Sunday? So tune in and thanks for listening. So first up, I'll be picking, and I am going to pick my lead team for Sunday. Um. First of all, very tough team to pick because it's very hard to know what is what is the plan, what way is the team going to be set up. Um, we've had two games at the start of the year already, and we've used about thirty thirty players, it's roughly thirty players in that. And also, like we've lost. If you look at last year's panel alone, twelve players have left it are not there or available for this Sunday's team or squad, the Galley, Rido, Pop, Derek Crilly, Darring Man, Court Murphy, James Calliff, Rory Moore, Pepe, Owen O'Connor, Kevin Carr and Liam Dolan all those lads aren't there. So you're thinking, Okay, so what is the team going to be? And uh, what would Pete's team be? And it kind of becomes fairly apparent early on, especially with the likes of Sam McRae being injured in the first opening the Born Cup game. That kind of narrows the the um, selections or options even further. So I I I'll, I'll name the team that I'd say we more than likely would go ahead with that people would probably go with, having few indicators from the Born Cup having been played. Um. And it's looking like Craig Lynch is going to be in goals. Probably the only position, I'd say, that is 100% certain that Craig will be number one. His kickouts are like top class. Though. I'd say he's top two or three kickouts in, in the country. Really, really solid kickouts. And it gives us a massive platform that we we'll would hopefully build on. Throughout to this tough Division 2 uh, series. So, full back line, you go, well, Pete will go John Bingham, I'd say go Emma Carlin, and I'd say Paddy Riley. Um, Eric Carlin has performed outstandingly in any game he's played in the World Cup and a couple of challenge games against slot Neal and what have you. So, I expect him to be given the nod, thrown in. Was supposed to run into the deep end, opening game of the national league. You might as well put him in. He's he's good enough, and you know straight away whether he is good enough. Um, John Bingham's probably certain he's made he's made himself a fairly consistent there, cornerback in his past couple of seasons. Super badly, and um, go all day. He'll. Um, He'll be picking up. He'll have a couple he'll have a couple of tight assignments looking at the down team, but that that's to come. And Paddy Riley, although he, he's full back, it could be interesting if Carlin pushes him out. It might be pushed out, it might free up Paddy to play a number of positions. And uh, I'd say Pete will probably play him in the full back line to give a few give a bit of experience to uh um, Carlin alongside of and he, He'll probably pick up a couple of dangerous forwards that every opposition will have, so Paddy will probably start corner back this weekend because there's a lot of uh, potency inside for down, but other games Paddy could play center half or wing back he'd probably go out the middle of the field even or he played a sweeper last year when when Derek Maguire wasn't there so it, it it's brilliant to, to have Paddy freed up and play a number position because it gives him a lot of options <coughs> half back line um straight away Bevan Duffy's gonna be looks to be centre half gonna be half for Pete's um, loud team. Two wing backs full of pace, full of power, Derek Maguire and Anthony Williams. <coughs> so it's fairly fairly certain. Um Derek Maguire didn't play really as a sweeper in Pete's couple of games. Well the Pete's high game against Longford that Derek featured in. But he'd still probably play a wing back and he's powerful enough to play there. As a defender and to get forward really as well. If if Pete's if Pete's teams sit back and soak up pressure, we need that pace and the counter attack and no better men than Derek McGuire and Anthony Williams to pair us forward into that middle third. And then speaking of middle third, <coughs> Tommy Dornan is probably more or less a number one midfielder at the moment. Um, he's he's really he's really come on. His engine is really. It's really grown. He was outstanding against Kildare, and he's he's usually good for a point as well. He gives a massive kick-out option in the middle of the field as well. He's able to go with most most midfielders around. So Division Two will be another step up for Paddy or oh for Tommy, and um, fairly certainly he'll make that he'll make that uh, adjustment. And alongside him, um, hasn't played in the Mun Cup, but he more than likely come in, and that's James Stewart. James is just a powerful athlete, and um, his energy, and defensive work, and just his whole shape around the middle of the field, it really, it really stands to us because it, it's going to be a war zone in there. And it looks like he has the strength and power to to put up a fight, um, and it kind of it frees up Andy McDonald as well. I'd say Andy played in the forty against Kildare, and he's outstanding. And I'm not just—I wouldn't be judging it on that Kildare game alone. But it, it, it gives us, Andy on the 40 gives us a far better option, attacking wise. He tends to do a little bit too much around the middle of the field in that he drops too far back and we don't have, we don't have his potency up front. Like um, Andy's a superb scorer and he's really good in the solo run, he creates goals, he can pick a pass. Like uh, you all remember that opening National League game against Leash last he just ran the show. So you'd like to have more forward position and cause them a lot of pr- like a lot of pressure going forward it's right down the heart of their defence. and um, Ida Wing, wing, um, Jared McSorley and Colin McKeever. Pace, mobility, work rate. Those two boys having it in an abundance. Um, another fellow played well against Glaire, Jared McSorley, and Colin McKeever played against Longford and now opening the ball cup, and he dropped fairly well deep so he knows that role fairly well so it's more than likely going to be those two chaps and then um, Jim McEnany uh, in a full forward uh, Bourne's alongside him and probably Decky Bourne in there probably roaming out the field because I don't think it's a full on sweeper system Um, Pete plays, well I'm saying that but I don't fully know, I just think uh, from going for the past couple of games, it just seems to be more of a zonal system where everyone drops back and fills in the holes when we don't have the ball and then it's more or less break forward and someone holds that line it'll probably be Decky holding that line and uh, Jim inside, you link up with Barnesy. Bourns is fairly sharp after a, what would it be uh, we call it the um, university league system with, with the Ryan Cup with Queens. so he's, he's moving fairly well He's fairly sharp, according to reports. Um, so I probably more like looking at that. I would probably go with that loud team that that Pete would more than likely pick. I might swap James Stewart in at centre half and put Bevan in the middle of the field. Um, but other than that, and um, there's a couple of like the thing the thing you're losing with the twelve lads that left last year is a load of experience and know how off the bench. <coughs> But you're looking then reports have it that Owen Laverty from the Pats and Conor Grimes are back in back in training in the panel. So there's another option, does does you just don't know, is Pete gonna throw them in? Like they're relatively just back from the panel, like uh, how fit is Conor Grimes gonna be after being in New Zealand and what have you? Or do you just have them, do you throw them in and get their fitness up? So, they're, they're super options to have. Um, and then you have other cover as well. You're looking at uh, Ronan Holcroft. Then you have um, William Woods, Ross Nally for in forward. Then you have James Craven, probably going in a corner back cover. Um, Evan Keenan, Aaron Kahn. Then a couple of other blues Chaps Fergal, Dunahou, Kieran Downey. Um, Joe Flanning is probably a sub goalie. Another good kick out as well. Luke Haggins as well, another sub goalie. Two left foot kick outs so they they'd be more or less like for like so that and Niall as well. So that that more than likely will be the lead team. That team looks to have a lot of pace, power, and a lot of scoring potential as well. Like if a lot of pace in the half forward line, Andy pulling the strings, Jim and Bornsy, you free taking short there, Decky Bourne shooting long range. You have pace to get us out of the back, and you have man markers and Emma Carroll and John Bingham and Paddy Riley to take the sharp inside forwards that Darren will have. And then Tommy and James Short are going to work very well around the middle of the field, Bevan Duffy as well. And um, that's one thing Pete indicated he wanted physicality in the heart of his defence coming, oh, coming up to the Division 2. And he knows it better than anyone. have been with Fernando there last year and haven't got relegated. So he'll know how to get us up or stay up. And he knows what's needed to stay up, so hopefully that'll have that team will have enough to get get us off to um, an opening day victory uh, I don't know what it'll be as big as uh open day victory as we got against leash last year uh, I'm going to give me verdict now after I go through now the opposition report and that's this week's uh, team is down. What's your loud starting lineup? If you have, if you have one, I want to send it in. Send it in on the Facebook page. We are loud, and we'll discuss it, and uh, we'll have a reaction to it when it does come out close to the weekend. Okay, down oppo- opposition report. And uh, not going to lie, it's pretty daunting. Uh, last year's also finalists have a serious squad of players, serious options, serious scoring power and a lot of defensive players that are right up there, probably getting other teams, and uh, plenty of other teams in Ireland. Um, who have the lost? Uh, Aidan Carr and Mark Poland have retired. Um, Colin McGovern, Joe Murphy, Colin McGee uh, aren't available work commitments this year, um, and luckily uh, the two Johnsons from Kilcoo are injured, and won't be here, Paul Devon as well, he hasn't played for the counties the past couple of years. Uh, so those are three deadly forwards from Kilkou that will be missing. Thankfully, uh, but Niall Madine returns. He played in twenty fourteen, but we we'll get to that in a few minutes. A uh, big full forward. So like massive, massive mental talent there. Um, so far this year now they they haven't had a full team out. They played a lot of say half regulars, half inexperienced, half debutants. Um, and they, they, lost. they lost two games, in the, they lost to Armand Derry and then they beat University of Ulster in the last game. But looking at their the possible team, it uh, looks like Shane Harrison's going to be in goals, Canary Harrison's brother to big full forward, um, and then a the full back line of um, Darren O'Hagan is their, was their captain last year. I think he's probably still captain this year. Tight mark and cornerback, very good player. Jared McGovern probably full back and um, Benny McArdle left full. And then the half back line of um Darrow Hanlon, Niall McParland and Caelan Mooney. Like, that is as good as you're going to get. Caelan Mooney, former AFL player, just a powerhouse wing back. I'd really have to look to pick him up and watch his driving runs then in the middle of the field probably Peter Thorley and Niall Donnelly two big men two probably more orthodox midfielders than you, like your traditional big men but they can they can get around the park and put the hits in where they have to and then looking at the the half forward line it'll be Shea Miller Conor McGinn and Kevin McKernan two, two boys work very hard off the wing Kevin McKernan's probably the downs most like, best known player, international rules player, and um, really good man for kicking points, fancy points outside the right boot, spins them over, and then up front, full fo- inside forward, you have um, Barry O'Hagan and Donald O'Hare, and either side of probably Conary Harrison, who just like shot the lights out last year, especially in that defeat down Darren and semi final, just made himself nearly a national player. Reports are he's n- he's not as good as that, but then he went on. and He made the uh, preliminary international rules panel. And um, one thing we do know is um, Don O'Hare is a really easy top class operator. Um, Barry O'Hagan's fairly dangerous as well. Niall Medine might come in full forward as well. Then just Sh- Sean Doran, um, and then you've Colin Flanagan come in in a corner back. So they've just a massive amount of uh, depth at the disposal. And they're probably missing a good few players as well that I've mentioned from Kilkou. They'll be like, When I give me verdict? I'll, I'll do that in a minute. Uh, There's just a solid Ulster side with a bit, with a bit more flair and a bit more naivety than other t- than other um, Ulster sides. Probably has been down downfall recently. To haven't been as uh, cynical as Tyrone. Haven't been as dedicated as uh, Monaghan and Donegal but where they lack like that they have a lot of flair up front a lot of killer forwards and then a lot of powerful defenders as well so it's going to be tough They to have uh, Daryl Hannon as well as an interesting player to watch for a wing back from Kulku kicks a lot and all the dead balls as well very active player for, for a wing back very similar to probably Decky Bourne in his kicking style and kicking long-range points and long-range free kicks. He's a good player. He's probably the leader in the defence um, with McArdle. And then Connor McGinn in the he's a very tricky operator. Um, he's, been, he's been around a long time as well. Uh, Connor Poland is forcing his way into the team as well. He could play in the middle of the field or half-forward. It'll be interesting to see So uh, There's plenty of talent there Uh, And now I'm going to give my Verdict And hopefully look at a few matchups And See whether we can win it or not (laughs)
0: What, what will you do, Adrian? I'll, I'll miss it. I'll miss the crack. I'll miss the laugh at the lads. You know, I've made great friends
1: through
0: this. After playing Kildare, and for the first time, going, going into towns, going into Ardee to draw, the, um, I started seeing kids wearing loud jerseys, and it was, it was unreal. I never looked at it in that way. It was always just about being the best, best you can be for for the county. Gaelic it doesn't mean enough to people in loud and prove the manager wrong. Um, I, I was a county player. there was, was a loud player in the same position. I'd probably do the same thing. And I was playing with a fractured wrist without even realising it. And Danny, and like as I mentioned, I've been known as joking jokingly, but I, I remember Fitchy coming in, having a go just please, like he says, don't let yourselves down, and you know, go out in the second half and just let the seconds off. kind of thing. a signal that day to be honest. Um that was that was probably closest we've we've come to, to replicating the, the, the success from the front of 2010. Uh, Eamon McEnany was the manager and we had a meeting, an individual player meeting you know, called in and he'd he'd kind of outlined the, the plan for you with, with Pat Mulligan and, and Stephen who are wrestling. And they had said that, you know, this this is what we're planning on doing and we're gonna be training five times a week. And we're sitting in the room like, not in a position to to, just to, to to have a backlash here, so I agreed, and I said yes, absolutely, I'll, I'll be doing that. And I walked out the I walked out the door, and I wasn't driving at the time. My, d- my dad was in the car, thinking, oh, "How am I going to train five times a week? This is this is ludicrous. Um, this this is just this is ridiculous. Like it's, it's never going to work." And you know, before you know it, then you're, you're getting into that routine. Are you and play out with a tune. <laughs> alright yeah.
1: no I don't think you want to hear that that was a flashback to the first we are loud pod if you want to listen to read those interview, interview uh, go back and listen on the we are loud soundcloud page it's all there with the other uh, tr- four previous episodes um, so uh, my verdict uh, on Sunday's game first of all let's talk about matchups um, looking like I mentioned earlier they have a really pacey half back line and we have a really pacey uh, forward line as well but going by indications and clues Colin McKeever, Jared McSorley and Andy McDonald, they'll match up with anyone mobility and pace wise could you see Jared McSorley just going flat out pace for pace with Caelan Mooney, picking him up tagging him on his, on his runs because Caelan Mooney is probably one of the fastest GA players out there, up there at nearly um Jack McCafferty from Dublin So McSorley Put him in there on his pace And Colin McKeever on the other side Will cause uh, O'Hanlon problems Going back And he'll be well able to mark And match up with um, O'Hanlon Going forward because he does kick an awful lot of scores For down Not just some dead balls So you think that's alright That kind of limits their platform Andy in the 40 will definitely cause uh, Niall McParland problems at the half around the middle of the field I think Tommy Dorn and James Stewart whoever's in there will hold their own around the middle of the field and then uh, Derek McGuire and Anthony Williams and a half back for us like uh, Shane Miller is a very very athletic fella on the wing he goes through an awful lot of work and he adds a couple of scores to his game Kevin McKiernan as well he's a standout player he'll be a leader for them, Derek McGuire's a leader for us, um, Williams mm-hmm. going and Shane Miller, that matches up fairly well, Bevan Duffy mightn't be an out and out centre half and Connor again would be an out and out kind of lead the line, 40 yards man, mm-hmm. clever tricky, mobile likes to pick a pass, kind of playmaker but the way we're setting up and Bevan's dropping off and covering the inside the full back line, the inside line it might just suit to let him play out there and let, it, let um Bevan cover and put his hits in and let um McGinn roam around and then be picked up by someone else. So it might be it might be limited damage that McGinn could cause us there. And then you're looking at the the two inside lines: their full forward line and their, and their full back line, and sorry, their full back line and their full forward line as well. Like it'll all depend on the protection out the field. hopefully the way we're setting up, we will have the protection. But but um, Don O'Hare is a very tough man to handle. Canary Harrison, he was fantastic last year. Who knows what he's going to be like this year? Um, Barry O'Hagan as well. Darren O'Hagan's brother, um, very good forward as well. Then you have Neil Medine, Sean Dornan as well. Paddy Riley, Emma Carlin, and John Bingham. Um, will be more than a match for them pace wise little might be a little bit worrying but if they get the protection they should be tight enough uh, and then I think Bornsby and Jim McEnany and Decky Bourne will get scores no matter who's on them uh, Dan O'Higgins probably their man marker he'll look to go on Bornsey. Uh Jared McGovern might go out on decky and then Benny McArdle will pick up Jim McEnany in the full, full on the edge of the square. But um, it matches up fairly well. You think, oh, we're playing down, we're coming up. There's not a lot of not a lot of expectation around the county. But um, looking at the matchups, it bodes well. And then drawda is always a factor. It's like a Lynx golf course at this stage. You have to know how to play it and. It has its slopes, it has its bends and what have you and uh, it has its narrowness at some points and then it's wide around and open around the middle of the field. If you're not used to playing there, if you haven't played there in a long time, it does take a while to get your bearings and get your adjustments. Uh, I don't know when the last time Darren played there. Uh, a couple of years ago maybe, I remember Dan Gordon, maybe it was Emma uh, McEnany's time, 2007. Uh, but I think that will give us an edge. Uh, we should we should get a kick out the way uh, Craig Lynch used to draw it, although we probably would prefer a wider pitch, like, say, Park Esler, for example. Um, or, like, he got really good kick outs in Port Leash last year and Semper Stadium and Crow Park, even. But um, I do think that will be a fact, and that will help us uh, in one way and maybe not help us in another. There will be a gulf... Uh, there will be a gulf in class, like uh, not in class, but more of experience. They're used to playing a higher standard of football than us. They played in us the final last year. They went longer into the summer. But what gives us a slight advantage is Pete and Declan Muston will know down inside out. They will have a bit of bigger, bigger depth of uh, panel that might be a little bit worrying if it comes tight in these fresh legs. They might have a little stronger bench than us. But you'd like to think Declan Muston, Pete. McGrath will know all these damn players inside out, they'll watch some of the club games they know what they don't like, they know matchups that will suit us and not suit them and we'll also know whether each set of players will want to play for the manager or not And like um, is this is is this uh, down squad going to go another season and put it in for Eamon Bournes Which is just, uh, the, other, the other side looks at Pete McGrath has, has the boys behind Pete McGrath's System and new way of playing, a new regime, or are are boat managers more focused on summer super eights down the road, or they're more focused on the road in front of them survival. Like that, that has to. There's probably more pressure on the down manager, down management, to get a big win against us, or or stay up, or look for promotion. And I think loud fans, when early, when early spoiled with good leagues, we'd rather a good run to championship. And I think Pete did talk about that as well. Um, I also think that Darren will underestimate us. Uh, they'll be, they usually would look down on us. And hopefully, we'll ambush them. We have a strong spine, we have, a, we have an honesty about us, we know what we have to do, we know that every game is going to be like a final, we know we're going to have to try and survive and leave it all out there. And we have a good league pedigree, like I said, loud fans are spoiled with. Uh, Good winter campaigns or spring campaigns this past couple of seasons, and I think that'll be good enough for Sunday there you are, I'm calling it, I'm gonna give a slight loud victory. I think we're gonna get off on the right foot and um like hopefully it'll it'll give us the platform and the springboard to get get Because I think if we if we get this young squad. Staying up in Division 2 Getting to this standard of football It'll bring us on no end uh, Especially come Leinster So what? What? And also another angle on it is uh, It's fascinating Sideline viewing as well I posed the question at the start of the pod um, Do we have the best Do we have the best uh, manager uh, I personally think we do Eamon um, B- Bournes Like I said gets an awful lot of heat he he uh I don't know what he went through a traditional period and down, but he did he went through an awful long losing streak and then he he won three games on the bounds last year to get to the final. And there's also the added element of people want to prove a point as well. He wants he he wanted to put his own stamp on it and his own authority and realise that he is the man. He he won two all Irelands with down. And uh, I think we're lucky. Um, luckily the best uh, manager will be over loud. Um what do you think? Do you think Loud will get the win? Do you think Eamon Bournes is a better manager than Pete McGrath? I think uh, I think not um if you think otherwise uh, tweet tweet we at, at We Are Loud or go on the We Are Loud Facebook page and on the SoundCloud We Are Loud page you can uh, leave in comments there as well. So that's it, calling it Now allowed victory, and we're going to get off to the best possible start to the league um, Upcoming now is 2014 um, Want to remember it uh, If you don't want to remember it Tough Let's talk about 2014, the last time we played. We played down, and oh my God, I don't even know what I want to remember. I'm gonna fly to. It's probably the worst way allowed game of all time. Absolutely hammered by 19 points in the miserable wet rain in Parkes, Nori. in um, Aidan O'Rourke's anus horribleous Horv- And um, there's only there's actually two, the two, the two teams will have six players involved. Six players from each side involved this Sunday. Shane Harrison and Golds, Benny McCardle, Kevin McHale and Conor Don Donald O'Hare and Niall Medine. They're all back in the the down squad, and Loud have six as well. Paddy Riley, Bevan Duffy, Decky Bourne, Andy McDonald, Derek McGuire all started that night, and James Stewart come off the bench. So that's six from each side from, what's that, four, a little over four years ago. Um, I was just, just remember the absolute... Uh, just a depression coming home from the game. Just absolutely wiped out. They were 1 8 down after a couple of minutes. Don O'Hare, like I mentioned him earlier on. Really good forward. Him and uh, Benny Curto combined that night for the grand total of three <laughs> ten. So I don't think it'll be as bad this Sunday. Uh, I mentioned Darren Clark at the start of the pod as well. Poor Darren actually kicked a couple of points was playing fairly well but uh, he was deemed not to be playing well he was taken off after twenty four minutes. I think it was it was more um, a tactical switch where Aiden O'Rourke wanted tackling forwards yeah. up 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 there and uh, it was just madness to see a lad that was actually scoring and I completely turned the loud fans off um off O'Rourke that night. Not to mention the result, but just to take off a lad was kicking points and scoring. Got our only scores early on, and just seeing me taking off, just we just couldn't get our heads around it. And unfortunately, that turned out to be Darren Clark's last game in the lead Jersey. So. That's the that's 2014 remembered. I'm sorry for bringing you back to those dark and horrible memories. I'll try and I'll try and get some more positive ones for for next week against Calvin. I have one in mind, um, but thanks very much for listening. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, hopefully on Sunday night I'll have a have a pod up that that talks about the game, the talking points. Um, like I usually did, Just follow uh, at we are loud on Twitter and we are loud on Facebook. Um, I'm really looking forward to the start of the league, whatever the result. It's, it's always nice to get the competitive football on the way, the real stuff. See how our lads test ourselves against the best, because that's what it's all about. So I can't wait to get get it, get stuck into watching it and enjoying it, whatever way the result goes. I called it earlier in my preview. Go back and have a listen. If you disagree or agree with anything on the pod, send in uh, send it in t- to the various channels, and uh, we'll have a bit of crack. Um, just thanks very much for listening. Really appreciate, really appreciate all the feedback. Um, I'm only getting I'm only getting used to this. Um, I'm probably a little bit rusty, a little bit amateur, but um, I'll try and make myself better and better. I think there's an honesty there as well, a bit like the loud lads. Uh, I'm le- I'm learning on the job, and hopefully uh, we can we can improve together uh, as we go on. That's an, that's it for another We Are Loud podcast. Thanks very much for listening. I'm Dan Bannon. Chat to you soon.